Hello and God bless you today from Carlsbad, New Mexico. You are listening to a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. We hope you enjoy the message today, and we'd love to hear from you. If anything in this message has touched you, you have a prayer request, or just want to reach out, you can connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash New Song Carlsbad NM. You can also mail us at Post Office Box 761, Carlsbad, New Mexico, zip code 88221. Please enjoy this message and have a very blessed day. Our graduates, and when I call your name, would you come up here and, and stand with us? Uh, Craig Heine, Elizabeth Simonton, and Jonathan Allman. Now, did I get, is that all of them? Okay. First of all, uh, we want all of you guys to know how proud we are of you. Amen. Give them a hand. You've done an excellent job, and uh, we just are really proud of you. Now, Liz, you have some presentations. But you need to give Craig that mic so he can tell what all he did. (laughs) What all I did. For the last 30 years, I've been working on this. I had some (laughs) inspiration. Going to school, working, taking care of a family. It's fun. Because what do you give up to take care of some of the others? And there was a time several years ago, about uh, 10 years ago, 8 to 10 years ago, I told my boss, it was after the fire and the release at the site, and I was in the middle of a class, and I says, i got to take some time off, because we were working 12 and 16 hours a day, seven days a week, six and seven days a week, and I just did not have time to do it. I'd already asked for an extension, which was a great thing from the school I'm going through, which is Columbia Southern University. It's all online. I told him, I says, i got to have four days. He says, what do you need four days for? I says, I need four days to finish my class. He said, oh. I've been working you a little too much. And I said, yeah, a little bit. So he says, let me know when you want to take them and we'll schedule everything around that. So, but that's what I did. So to get this and get finished. And is it a good feeling? Yes, because God says all things are possible through him. So we pray about how we're going to adjust our schedule to take care of different things. And he will make it all work out. He always does. And I praise him for that. I thanks for my support. Yeah, these two are support too, believe it or not, and my wife. I just give them, give God and them all the glory and the praise and the honor. Well, yeah. So what was your actual degree? The degree is, it's a split degree. It's in uh, environmental safety and health and also fire science. One of the things that we had to do was we had to pick a major and a minor. So... That's the two areas that I decided to study in, so trying to help me with my current job that I've got, also with some of the training I was doing, so finally got through it, so that's a great thing. Ah, We'll we'll sing it after they get done. i got to go get my book. Do you want to talk? We can talk a little bit at the end. Okay. I have a major in communications now with a minor in creative writing, and the past two and a half years have been really fun. Because, you know, whenever you're 18, 19, and all of your classmates are 20 and 21, it sets off a really weird dynamic in school. But, you know, the support system I had back here and with all of you, it was just, it was, it was really fun trying to get through and getting it all done the way I did. And I'm very blessed to be where I am now at the age of 21. That's it. Hallelujah, Jonathan's going to graduate from high school, which is a great thing. You know, that's all of these things. Uh, he doesn't know what he's going to do as of yet. So, but he's got plans, just got to figure out what God wants him to do and those type of things. But it is an accomplishment to graduate high school because there are so many people. And I thought about it, you know, even today, how many kids drop out of high school? 
but then how many jobs require them to have a high school diploma so they go back later and we've known i've known several people that have gone back in their 20s and 30s to get their ged so yes this is an accomplishment for him so we are proud of him very much so Get a book, and then we're gonna. Oh, oh, we're not done yet. Okay, you read off. Years ago, when we, these kiddos were starting high school, um, we had prayer sponsors. Elizabeth and Elizabeth, of course. And John and John, of course. <laughs> so we were their prayer sponsors. The little red bags are from us. So we definitely um, had prayed for this one for a long time. She may not know it, and that's okay. But uh, just for her to get through and to do all that God has for her. And that's, that's what I've just prayed, that she would find everything that God has for her. Amen. And so I'm just going to continue to pray that now that she's a grown-up. So... But we do want to take time to pray for all of you. So if you would. Put your hands this way, would you? Father, we, we pray for these graduates and members of a family. And Lord, uh, I'm proud of all of them. Craig, we're proud of you sticking with it. And Elizabeth and Jonathan, we're proud of both of you. God has big plans for you. So, Father, we just lift them up to you. I ask you, Lord, to give Jonathan wisdom and direction and give Elizabeth the same thing. And, Lord, just help them to always follow you and always remember that you are a real God who really loves all of them. So, Father, we lift them up to you, and we thank you for their accomplishments in Jesus' name. And everybody said. And Craig's going to sing a song. So just relax and John talked this morning. So I've had the privilege over the last month and a half, Nicole has been taking care of a gentleman. <coughs> Who's a good friend of ours. So I go over and sing to him two or three times a week. He's got Alzheimer's. But he So the old hymns, do we like those? So we're going to sing when the roll is called up yonder. Oh, Dad, you're not laughing. He ain't laughing because I can see. Can't see the words without glasses, right? So we're always going to be ready for the end, right? It's what we always want to be ready for. So now I can see a little better. So are you ready? When the roll is called up yonder. When the Lord, uh, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more, 
and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saints on earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. On that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share, when the chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. And when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called up, yonder I'll be there. Sing with me. When the roll is called up, yonder, when the roll is called up, yonder, when the roll is called up, yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, that was a special treat. Amen. Well, now we're going to have another special treat. The dance team is going to come and bless us with a, a special song. And uh, let's give them a hand, too. We love you girls. There's a 
Somewhere along the centuries, the church got religious, and dance wasn't welcome anymore. I remember the first year that I went to the Feast of Tabernacles in Israel, there was 5,000 people in the audience, 5,000, and our dance team, and these were, these were pros, they, one of them was the uh, past lead dancer for the Mo Moscow Symphony. Uh, tremendous uh, dancers. And when that team came out, that crowd went wild. And you could feel the, the presence of the Lord just descend upon everybody in there. It was just uh, uh, amazing. And uh, we don't do, you know, things that are distasteful, but we, we try to do things that uplift the Lord. And I think you girls do a good job of that. Give them another hand. That's, that's really excellent. So now um, we need to receive an offering. And is, am I forgetting anything besides that? Okay, I, I need to... Do what? Yeah, we have cake and punch after the service is over to celebrate 15 years of new song. Benny, could you come help me and uh, TL again uh, with the uh, offering? And anybody uh, need, uh, maybe uh, one, uh, Don, if you want to come help. Yeah, yeah, both of you come. It's all right. Just... All right. Um, again, I want to just uh, praise you for the way you give. You guys are a blessing. Uh, through this COVID thing, uh, without your willingness to obey the Lord, our church would have been in bad trouble, but you've kept us going, and uh, I appreciate it very much. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for these tithes, gifts, and offerings. I ask you to bless them, help us to be good stewards of your money. Father, we praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody said. Now, we're, uh, just, just a second. Uh, I want to dismiss the, the kids and the youth, but uh, the, the preaching service may be a little bit short, so be aware of that. And uh, remember that the office is closed tomorrow. Uh, I love you, and so kids are dismissed and youth are dismissed. Thine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He hath loosed his fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. of the lilies Christ was born across the sea with the glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me as he died to make men holy let us die to make men free while God is marching on glory glory hallelujah glory glory hallelujah Glory, glory, hallelujah, our God is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah, glory, glory, hallelujah, glory, glory, hallelujah, his truth is marching on.
know, sometimes, uh, sometimes Jesus had to tell it like it is, too. And uh, he didn't pull any punches, and neither does James. Look at James chapter 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it... Now, I want you to pay attention to this. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers or different kinds of temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. You know, I didn't understand that. I get all the time people come to me and say, why did God allow this? Why did God allow that? Listen to me. The Bible says all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. Anything that you're going through, even if it's difficult, if you can trust God, there will be something wonderful that will come out of it for you. Amen? God is teaching you all the time. And this, this word patience is absolutely vital. And uh, if you sometimes have a little temper problem or you get uh, out of sorts or you, you know, you, you can't be patient, you need to get with the Lord and, help, and, and let him help you with that. Amen? But he says in verse 4, let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with wind and is tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Wow. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let the, let's, let's use an example here so you can better understand that. If, how many of you need a healing in your body? Just be honest. You need a healing in your body. Okay. Listen, don't vacillate back and forth. If you are doing spiritual warfare and you are believing God and you're calling upon the blood of Jesus Christ to touch your body and heal you, don't vacillate back to something like, well, the, the devil will come. By the way, he can't touch you, but he can lie to you. He can speak to you and lie to you. And he'll tell you all kinds of things. He'll say, well, you know, you're not worthy to, to be healed by God. Don't you, did you forget that thing you did back in 1982? You remember that nasty thing you did? And how dare you think that, that your God, who is holy and just, would want to heal you? How many of you know that God made you in his own image? He created you, and he loves you. And he doesn't change his mind about, about that either. And aren't you glad that even though you've been to the cross, you've met Jesus there, you ask him to come into your heart and be your savior, aren't you glad that he's still forgiving you? I, I drew on the board uh, the other day, uh, last Tuesday, uh, a picture of the temple in Jerusalem during the time of Jesus. The temple had two rooms in it, but right outside the door of the temple, there was a large brass bowl filled with clean water. And that, that bowl was for the purpose of going to wash, 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 <laughs> to, wash your, to wash your hands. And so you're on your way into the house of God, and you're going to go in there and worship and hopefully meet God. And so even though you've been to the brazen altar at the gate, you still have a need and you realize that you have a need for God's forgiveness every day. And thank God that he's there healing you every day and giving you confidence every day. He loves you. And there is such a thing as forgiveness. And I don't care what you've done. I ministered to a man once who murdered eight people. And uh, 
he just couldn't quite get it in his mind that because of what he had done that God would care about him. So we talked. Is anything too hard for God? I've lost count of the number of women that have had abortions. And let me tell you something about abortion. It's a trap. Because later, here comes the devil with the guilt again. There's always forgiveness. I don't care what you've done in your life. And believe me, I have ministered to some of the roughest of the rough. And it's, it's a miracle to see how God can raise up someone who's been separated from God. He loves you. Look at your neighbor and say, he loves you. He loves you, Ruby. He loves you. Amen? Look at verse uh, 10. Or, I'm sorry, 9. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. I don't know how many rich people that I have tried to lead to the Lord. Sometimes been successful, but many times, no way. If you're rich, you got more money than anybody else, why do you need God? And that's exactly what the enemy will tell you. But if you humble yourself and remember where your blessing came from, God will continue to, to bless you. He's got a plan for your life. For the, verse 11, For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withers, withereth the grass and the flower thereof falls, and the grace of the fashion of it perishes. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when, Now, I, I want you to watch this because I know in, in the first couple of verses of this chapter, you might have gotten confused about temptation. Uh, and here's why. Uh, verse 12, The man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempts he any man. Now there's another word that's a little bit different than tempted. It's the word test. God will not tempt you, but he will test you. Amen? And you ought to be thankful for that because the little tests that God sends your way are for the purpose of you finding out how far you've come in the Lord. How many of you think you have progressed in the Lord since you've been saved? How many? Come on, be honest. The truth is, all of you have. But you may need to get with the Lord and say, Lord, am I making the kind of progress that I should be making? Am, am, I, am I serving you the way that is pleasing to you? Am I agreeing with you? And he's, he's there to bless you. Amen? He's there to bless you he, because he's got a plan for your life. Let me tell you, you'll never be happy, totally happy in your life until you find out what the plan is that God has for you and get right in the middle of it. And you've got to be bold. I think I told you, uh, I had a guy in a, a Bible study came to me and he was, we were talking about the, the gifts of the Spirit. And he said, well, which one of the nine gifts did you ask for? And I said, I asked for all of them. And he, he kind of went back on his heels. And he said, well, you're kind of selfish, aren't you? I said, no, I think God likes it when he finds somebody that wants all of them. Because there's so very few people that will allow God to use them, and especially in anything that's supernatural. If you've never given a word of prophecy, if you've never laid your hands on the sick, so that they might recover. You don't know what you're missing. I, I, on, on the road, it was remarkable because most of the people that I was ministering to, I, I'd never seen them in my life. And uh, 
I'm going to share it. I've probably shared it before, but I was in California. And uh, after the meeting, I had a prayer line. And so the next people that came, there was a, a, a young man, tall. A girl was with him, and she was weeping profusely. And there's a little girl about two years old, two or three years old. And they were approaching me. When they got within about 15 feet of me, I said, stop. And they stopped. And I said, I looked at the man and the woman. I said, you two are living together, but you're not married. This is your daughter and, uh, that you've had together, but you're not married. And you were, uh, I looked at the girl and I said, you were raised in a Pentecostal church. And I looked at the man and said, you weren't raised in anything, but you promised her that if she'd uh, come and live with you, that you would eventually marry her and go to church, and you haven't done either one. And he fell on his knees on the, on the floor right in front of me and wept because I read his mail. I should say God read his mail. You know what he did? He went home that night and moved out. And two weeks later, they got married, and he moved back in. So if you're going to do it, you're going to do something do it right and then God will honor you and bless you but but let listen to me allow God to use you you know these big churches that we see on television these big mega churches uh, sometimes they've got several people in the congregation that are uh, are being used by God in these supernatural gifts uh, here's the name of a gift that we need desperately in the church today. It's called discernment. The ability to be able to tell the difference between good and evil. Discernment. And boy, is that needed today because we're living in a time where there's all kinds of voices out there that are trying to lead us in the wrong direction. We've got all kinds of uh, different religions. Uh, I was at, I went to La Tienda yesterday and and there was one of them, I don't know which group they were with, but they had a table there and they had little carvings, cross carvings and uh, little books and stuff they were selling. And uh, I, I maybe they were real Christians for all I know, but I didn't get a, a real good feeling about it. Of course, I, I uh, came up in, in the middle of uh, the, the Moonies, you remember those people? And uh, used to go to the airport and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen a, a Harry Krishna group, but uh, they were, you have images. They fly down the airport uh, beating a tambourine and, and, and a skip dancing up and down the, and driving everybody crazy. Let's be sure that we always give all the glory to God and not receive any of it for ourselves. He says, but every man is tempted, verse 14, when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. How many of you be honest and say uh, either now or some other time in your life you've had a quick trigger, a quick temper? Gets you in trouble, doesn't it? And one of the things that God wants to teach you, and listen to me because I love you, he wants you to control what he calls your most unruly member, your tongue. He uses the example of a huge ship out in the ocean. And it, it can turn, the, the guy who's got the rudder on the ship can turn the whole thing just by, uh, in the old days, a big wheel. But in the back of the ship were these, uh, were they rudders? Is that what they called them? And uh, they would turn and the ship would turn, turn. And, and you, you, ship may be loaded with thousands and thousands of tons 
uh, the shipping itself and all the people on board and all that, but these, these little rudders back there can turn the whole thing. That's the example he uses about your tongue. And let me tell you something. If you, if you lose your temper and, and you're not careful, you can get in real bad trouble. Real bad trouble. And God will help you on that if you'll let him. Amen? For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. As a pastor, I've watched uh, many people, uh, and they think they're making progress, but they really don't. Church attendance is sporadic. Uh, they come, they get excited for a couple of weeks, and we don't see them anymore for two or four months. And uh, Listen, the, the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. That's what church is all about. It's a family. This is a, a type of family. And we're here to love one another. And if you've got a, a need, uh, you tell me. I get some people up here. We pray for you. That's what church is all about. That's what church is all about. Close your eyes a minute. Father, thank you for the precious gift of the blood of Jesus. Father, right now, as I walk through this congregation, I am speaking over all of you that the gifts of God are going to start operating in you. And you are going to obey God and you are going to be blessed and so are the people that hear what comes out of your mouth. God has a purpose for you. It's very important. God may lead you to do some things that you never even thought of. I used to challenge people in church after the service was over, what do you normally do? Well, you go somewhere and, and you go to a restaurant. I said, why don't you try going to the hospital first and then go to the restaurant later? You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to see miracles in your life, you've got to put yourself in a place where a miracle is needed. Amen? And so, Father, I pray for everybody in this room I pray that your precious spirit will give us wisdom and whose phone is that? Oh. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. If you're here this morning, you're really hurting physically or spiritually or you're depressed, would you slip your hand up? Let me see where you are. Okay, come on, be honest. Now keep your hands up. Everybody open your eyes. I want you, if you're not, you don't have your hand up, I want you to get up and go to one of these people with their hand up. Come on, go quickly. There's two in the back back here. There's a lady here, one, one over here. Keep your hands up. Uh, here's one right here, both of, the, of them. Now start praying. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Pray in the Spirit. Melita la nomoscerne, mica torne, torne vicata, ash che bibiando lo roccia, colotte le diarne vitalierno, sica, sica la rafa, arne rice, e calorte scipala. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As we're praying right now, strength is coming back into everybody in this room. Lord, your power is entering every person's body. And you are coming into their body with healing, great healing, strength, and power in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I speak healing over you, Iris. That 
cancer got to go in Jesus' name. I curse it, and I command it to leave in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, my God, Jesus. Jesus. For this got up war, maybe should be air no Kyle, I have a word from God for you. He says, wait. And you know what I'm talking about. He says, wait. Don't get in a hurry. Don't look for anybody. Wait. God will uh, bring the right person to you, and you'll know it when you see it. Wait. He says, wait. Pam, you have a there's a call in your life. I don't know exactly what it is, but God wants you to pray, and he'll show you. It's a call of ministry to help people. Maybe in this church, I don't know. But he wants you to find it. You're very important. Very important. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want you guys to remember Isabel sitting in the back wall back there. Uh, she's got diabetes, but uh, ins- she's allergic to insulin, if you can imagine that. And uh, I want you to be praying for her because her life's at stake, and uh, she's a precious lady. Amen? Craig, would you go back there and pray for her? Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I remember all of the sacrifices that our men and women in armed services have made. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Father, we remember and we are thankful. How many of you have had a relative or a close friend die in one of our wars? There's hands everywhere. God, just take away the hurt. Lord, we, we release these precious people that made it possible for us to live in America. We release them to you in your care. Thank you, Lord, that they made that ultimate sacrifice so that we could have the things that we have, freedom. And Father, our country is in trouble. We're not in agreement in leadership. People are in it just for the politics of it, and their hearts aren't right. And I'm not blaming anybody in particular. I'm just telling you that it's, something's wrong, and we need the Lord to come and bring his deliverance to this country. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you one thing. I don't know if you know what a trillion dollars is. It's a thousand billion dollars. Okay? A billion dollars is a thousand million dollars. And uh, our gross national gross national product, in other words, how much money we owe and, and all of that is somewhere around eight and a half trillion dollars. And if we go out and borrow 17 trillion more where's that going to put us and you know you know where we get that money don't you we borrow some of it but we also just go in there and print some just print some money and make a few but you know something you can't just print money and not expect it to come back and bite you right you got it it's got to be paid for if there's not something underneath it then you're going to be in trouble we need to pray for our president and uh, we need to pray for the church all churches you know, this is not the only church uh, that's been hit by the virus. Almost every church in this country has been hit hard. People uh, leaving because they're afraid. Some people are still afraid. And uh, I want you to just be praying. Let's just, you know, I, I saw yesterday uh, they were talking about India. India is where we were a year, year and a half ago. I mean, they don't have the vac- vaccines. They don't have uh, any of that. We're supposed to help them with it, but w- they don't have it. People over there are dying by the tens of thousands. I think the last word I got was there was over 5 million people now that have died from COVID. 
And the Chinese, if they cause that, I don't know how they live with themselves, uh, except they're not a, a godly people. So I'm going to let you go now. Uh, I want you to have a wonderful day of rest today, and I want you to have a wonderful Memorial Day. How many of you are going to do something with your family tomorrow or tonight? Okay, well, love on your family. Father, as we go today, I pray that you will bless us, bless our church. Say what? I won't forget. And Father, we thank you for the food we're about to receive in the back, cake and punch. And Father, we thank you for Memorial Day in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget we have uh, refreshments in the back to celebrate the birthday of the church. God bless you.
This has been a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. Thank you for joining us today. If you wish to partner with us and support this ministry, you can give online at newsongcarlsbad.churchcenter.com forward slash giving. Your gift is tax deductible. Please share this broadcast with your friends and neighbors and help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ all across the globe. May the Lord richly bless you.